on this episode of Quantum Week, July 6th through 12th, 2003. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year and we talk about movies and music and headlines and stories and we are continuing through July 2003 with 28 Days Later and Miss Independent. By Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. By Kelly Clarkson. Yes. Okay. Battle of the Lady Divas this yes. week on Quantum Week. Wow. <laughs> so excited. Uh, let's talk uh, 28, 28 Days, days later. later. Yeah. Did uh, you see this when this came out? I didn't see when it came out. I saw it like, uh, say, a couple years after like on HBO. I think I saw it within, you know, a few months of it coming out. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. In, in like on TV, on TV? I yeah. think it was a D- yeah, DVD or All something. Right. Yeah. Rented it. Uh, what do you think? I think it's, um, I think I liked it. I like, I know I liked it more when I saw it the first time. Um, now I'm a little bit burnt out by all the zombie shit and that's not its fault. I think, um, there are some moments of really awesome stuff that goes on in this film, but then some moments of like kind of dragging boring shit too. I also have some problems with the way that it's shot, but I, but I also have empathy with the fact that it was a $5 million budget and you couldn't do stuff. Right. So like the London scenes that are totally empty it wouldn't have been like that. You would have seen body parts everywhere, but you can't, you, right. you can't really do that. You're lucky so, enough to get it empty. It's so it's hard enough. Yeah. To yeah, them yeah. As it is. Um, some of that performances I thought were really great. I am a, I'm a big, uh, it was a Cillian Murphy yep. guy. Um, he's, and he's very good. Yeah. I, I like him a lot. And, uh, Gleason I've always liked very good as well. Um, Naomi Harris too. I've, I've liked her. She's in the new bond films, like the last three. And so yeah, she's got it. Yeah. Like a Academy award nomination too. I don't um, believe so. I think, yeah, she does. Oh, she did? Really? Yeah, I can't what? remember what it was. Uh, something more recent. Can't remember what it was. She does. Really? Yeah, check it out. But I think she's very, I saw so the cast is very good, particularly like the tight knit group that's running around. So, you know, so Jim um, and, uh, you know, the dad, daughter and, and, um, and Naomi, who's Selena in this film. I think they are, they, they do a great job. Um, and I think the direction is pretty good too. I also think it's filmed in an interesting way. It's really gritty. I know they're using um, for Moonlight. You got That's what it was. For, Moonlight. Oh my god! I feel dumb for not knowing that. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen it either. I should see it. Yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, wow. so really it's well a big cast. Miss by me there. Well, I'm used to it at this point. I mean, this is our 71st show. You, you get at least have a big, big gaff every episode, don't you? Do I? No. That's, that's a big whiff for me. Though. I should No, it's I not. Know. I, I mean, know you haven't she's... seen that film. She's know, sort of under the radar. Know. She's done a lot more stuff in Britain than she's done yeah. here. She's just done those, like a few James Man, Bond I, films. I, I, tell you, those, I know what foreign film is loose here. It's a British film, but anything that's not like, yeah. not American film, I got a real blind spot. I really, if there's one thing I really got to work on, it's that. Cause I really, you don't like to read the subtitles. I know this wouldn't it's count, okay. but I don't mind it. Yeah. Um, it is a hurdle, though. If, if I have the choice of something, my thing is something that's dubbed. I can't do that. Oh, that's worse. That's yeah, worse. That's worse. Subtitles I can handle. Dubbed I can't. I do a lot of subtitles because uh, Barbara prefers it in just a second language. So I'm so used to you're having so it used on to the you see them. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I think it helps me like get get stuff because yeah. the dialogue's right there. Um, but it also takes away from watching the scenes as they that's the thing. I, I, I get tough, so distracted with. Yeah. It is a tough little balance, but uh, but that's okay. Don't you know? Right. Don't, should, should don't, know get, don't, right. don't get too I'll, down I'll, on yourself. I'll, all right, thanks, Matt. <laughs> I won't. Um, what did you? So what do yeah, you think? All right. So this movie is um, the first. You know, it's so funny. We talked about I Am Legend in an earlier episode, and this has so many of the same flaws. I Am Legend, I think, is a better movie, but not by a ton. Um, but they both have the same problem where the first half of the movie I think is really compelling and interesting. Sure. And the second half, it becomes a dumb action movie. In this case, this becomes zombie diehard. And yes. uh, <laughs> that, that kind of sucks because yeah. diehard is a great movie. This isn't it. Uh, and it shouldn't try to be. The, the, the best part of this movie is when you have the four characters, the Gleason and then the daughter and then um, Naomi Harris and Cillian Murphy, the four of them are just kind of like, you know, going to these, just even them food shopping. Yeah, it's traveling fun. and and I just seeing them yeah. like right traveling because it's fun because there's always a risk of like oh the zombies could pop out any second sure but it's also just you also kind of just like these characters you do and it's like oh I root for them I'm enjoying I'm enjoying just hearing them talk and just hearing what maybe their fears are in this new world or or what they're excited about in the new world too I I just enjoy just seeing them on a road trip I could have just done that the whole yeah day. absolutely and then it becomes this weird military fake military thing and yeah. it's just like uh, and it becomes like them wanting to, to rape the women which 
I'm sure would happen in some dystopian thing, but I don't, Maybe. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, would you ever, like, I can understand, um, you know, a couple. So, so there's like, I think there are nine soldiers that are, that are together. But they're that, probably that not soldiers, right? No, they're military. I don't think they are. You don't think they are? See, I think they're guys that just happened upon like a military, like, um, I thought they were its own, its own troop. Maybe not. I Could think, be. I think they're faking. And I think you kind of see it in the way they behave a couple different times. Yeah. And like, and you see it in kind of silly Murphy's eyes. He's like, this isn't how military people would act. Yeah. I, I, my thought, and this is totally, I'm totally like leaping here, but I imagine that the head of the guy is like a private or somebody like a low level military guy. And then he found these other nine guys and he's the leader because he's the most advanced. But then he like all this stuff they got at one of those like surplus, surplus. (laughs) And they're all just like fake military. That's how I imagine this world. Because um, they know a little bit more than your average guy. Like they know how to set uh, mines. Maybe and this guy taught him. Maybe he did. I don't yeah. know. I just don't see them. They don't behave like a real military guy wouldn't wear an apron over his uniform like that when he's baking. No, they do seem kind of psychotic. And if, if it's only been four weeks, they wouldn't have they wouldn't have degraded that right. fast. Yeah, I think you're right. You because you kind of you kind of get the sense that it's it's now Lord of the Flies, right? right? But it, it it wouldn't have been like six months in, maybe a year in, right. five years in. Okay, you see it. But right, that was my issue is that they all, except for that one guy, they all sort of went along with this right. idea they're going to rape these women. It's like, why would you? I, and like, maybe like I said, uh, something like that, maybe you would believe I said six months a year. It's only yeah. been 28 days. Yeah, that's not enough since time. Since this thing started. They do. So he's in a challenge. Um, uh, what's it about? Danny Boyle, the director. Yes. He's in a tough spot because he has to show, this whole thing's about humanity. Yes. Like, Right. So, um, you know, uh, do you lose your humanity when you're at, you know, base level survival versus these, you know, these, these rageful zombies basically. And they show that pretty well at the end with Cillian Murphy. He goes into a rage, kills a guy to like save, um, to save Selena and, uh, wait, is her name Selena? Selena. And, um, and, uh, and so the question is, is he, is he, is, has he devolved? Right. Like, right. That, 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 type of stuff is good. So he has to show that. And I think he needs the military, the people that he meets, he needs, he needs them to support, support why, that, why that you, kind of, that argument. You so could have showed, tough, you tough, showed that so spot. many different ways though. You could, you could have easily just not have this military thing. And I guess, you, you know, Roger Ebert review backs up this, you know, backs up my, I didn't read this well. one. What, yeah. What did he say? Same, same thing. He's just like, why do these movies need to end in a shootout? Like, why do we need to have, he's like Hollywood. Don't and have to. Yeah. Ebert's review actually is kind of dark. He was basically saying he wants, he, you know how at the end there's like a, a plane that drives. Yeah. He says he kind of wishes the plane did a, like a turn around and start or open fire <laughs> on them. Oh yeah. And it's like, kind of dark. He's, he's like, but at the end of the day, this was a, you know, he's like, I think Ebert even says like, Ebert said quite quote, I'm never satisfied. Um, mm. but, um, but this movie does, Especially at the beginning, it does really hit all the marks. Um, I just get frustrated when these movies need to have this like Hollywood ending. Yeah. But like, why not? Like, maybe these people all do end up dead. Like, maybe that's just how it goes. But why not just have them die? Well, you know, the alternative. And there's four there's alternate few, endings. Yeah. Uh, I did. I remember seeing one of them where Jim, uh, maybe I actually saw all three. It might have been included with the DVD where Jim dies at the end. Not a big alternate ending guy because there's a reason no, they chose that. Exactly. So I tried to yeah, I mean, just kind of throw yeah. it out the way. Um, Danny Boyle is a director that I like at times. Other times I don't like. Same. Um, in this movie, if you take individual scenes, they annoy me. Like how he's framing the camera, what they're shooting with, how everything kind of looks very low budget. It's very grainy and, and budget. Grainy, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, but if you take the the sum of its parts, the whole movie, I actually enjoy it. Yeah. And um, it's funny, like, because each scene is like, uh, why would you do it? But then you realize, well, part of it, the way he's doing it is so you end up by like, kind of knowing these characters better seeing it kind of raw yep. and you're with these characters more than you are necessarily like almost he makes it so like, almost like you're along for the ride with them you have to be because so fast you have to make a connection between these characters yeah. suddenly they're a family and you're a 40 minutes in and like, it's believable it is believable which totally. it really you know it could have gone a lot of different ways yeah Boyle did a great job this is Boyle's my second favorite Boyle movie my first one is 127 hours that's the James Franco movie I have not seen that one that's, yeah. it's, it's quite good um, I, ha- I will admit though I haven't seen Trainspotting you haven't? No. It would be interesting to go back. I haven't, you know, since it came out, I haven't seen it. Um, it would be interesting to go back and, and see it now. I'm not sure that I would like it as much as I did. It, it seemed, it was seminal at the time. It was. It like, was. This is a huge I had seen Shallow thing. Grave, which is his first movie. I, 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 I had one. seen that. Maybe I do? I don't know. Um, and I didn't like it. And uh, so then when Trainspan came out, I was like, ah, I'm good, I'll pass. And just the content, like, a bunch of people just drugged out all the time. It's not yeah, really appealing I, to me. Yeah. But, I mean, I know it's gotten, uh, I, I, this, that would be something I'd love to kind of do on this show if we ran into it. That'd be great. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. But you don't. You don't like uh, Slumdog Millionaire? I really do. But, I did. It but was now I'm wondering okay. if I'm now 
Now I'm wondering if if I go back and watch it now, I'd feel more like I feel about um, Forrest Gump. He kind of, yeah, you know what I mean? It's a lot of, it's, it, I didn't like Millions. I didn't like Yesterday. So like some of his movies, um, some of his movies just don't work for me. Yeah. Um, I, I do really, I really like Some Dog Millionaire when it came out, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel now. Yeah, I didn't. It's I'm a, worried. It was fine. Uh, but then The Beach with Leo was an interesting one I didn't, too. didn't love that either. I thought it was okay. That was visually interesting. Very at interesting. Times, but yeah. It, yeah. This this movie though, so I'm a, I'm a big uh, zombie. So let's talk zombies a little bit. Okay. So I um I used to read The Walking Dead like religiously. Like oh, I didn't know that. I I'd say I don't know for like six, seven, eight years. Really? Yeah. So how that was a it was is a comic? Maybe more than that. Well, so I I found it like their third or fourth year. It's a comic. Yeah. Okay. And I read the you know I and but um so I went back. I read all the old ones in graphic novel form, and I would buy it every month. Um. And I like, I, I love them. It eventually kind of it just it went on forever because of its success and it yeah. kind of loses its way. Yep. Uh, just like the, the show actually. Yeah. But only, yes, this was much, much better craft. The stories are much more interesting right. within the comic than they are in the show. The show, I lost interest in the show up to like season two or three. I'm like, this sucks. This I read for like 11 years, maybe. Oh, wow. If you do the math, I was trying to think, yeah, if you do if you 11 years of comics at least, because this came out right after 28 days later. It and did. they had the same concept, which is a guy wakes up from a coma. Right. And I, so I watched this movie first and then I went and read the comics um, later on and I'm thinking, oh my God, they totally ripped it off. And I, so I, I went back today and I read some interviews about it. Like, did anyone kind of call this guy, I think it's Robert Kirkland. Anyone ever call him to task on this? And um, he's, uh, he's like, uh, he was working on episode, on issue two of the comic when the movie came out. And he had like, oh. like, like, oh shit moment. Like this fucking sucks. And he's like, he figured he had two options. The option A is they can totally basically scrap issue one and do a total rewrite. Or they can just follow ahead. He's like, this, my story is so much different than once that, once that once coma part's over, the, right. my story is so much different. No one will ever know the difference. And he says, the fact that I'm still answering questions about it 10 years later, proves <laughs> I was wrong. I should have had a different opening, but we just went with it. And, yeah. uh, but it does feel very similar. Um, a lot uh, of the zombie f- films, so I've seen probably most of them after this, feel very similar to this one. You know, it's always a, it's, um, actually, I wonder, so Garland wrote this. I wonder if he got the the premise of um, this, you know, this rage uh, drug from 12 Monkeys and like uh, the experimentation on, uh, yeah. on animals for that. I, mean, I don't, know. I, it I don't see, know. it seems a bit of a stretch. One thing that they did here that you didn't see before, but you've seen so much since is the zombies are fast. Exactly. So this has been exhausted to death. Uh, but at the time it was very like, Whoa, holy shit. Cause right. we're so used to night of the living dead, the George Romero movies where the yep. zombies are like this lurching, but now that they're fast, it makes them even more terrifying. Totally. Um, yeah. Cause I could live in a world with slow zombies. Like I can make that work. Right. But fast zombies. You're, you're like, you're fucked. You're fucked. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, this movie, but, I, I, what else you got? I was just going to say, so a lot of similarities past this. I mean, even from, you know, the Resident Evil franchise yeah. and even like Doom, stuff like Doom and mm. a very, very similar feel after this. I think, I mean, they, you know, I read it in the wiki too, but this is really, it was really kind of the rebirth of, of zombie films. and This and Walking Dead, because they kind of came out, you know, the comic, it was, yeah. you know, and the comic was, is, it was and uh, is, I think, still a big deal. I don't, so I don't read the comics anymore. I stopped reading about. They're um, still going? Yeah. Crazy. Stop reading around 2017, I guess. It was like, uh, I kind of lost it. But for good, you know, eight years of my life, I read him and I, I enjoyed him. How do you feel about Garland? Um, it's, it's, uh, really? Not, not great. I mean, really? he, I know he's a, he's a big sci-fi. I probably write a Oh, yeah. I, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Ex Machina and Annih- Annihilation in particular, mm. I think is an amazing I haven't film. haven't seen either of those. You haven't, you haven't seen either one of those films? No. Dude, you got to see those films. Yeah, you, okay. No, you do. They're, you should see Annihilation. You're it's, so passionate about science fiction. But I'm just passionate about I good know. movies. And I actually did get a lot of good buzz when it came out. Like it is people said, it's, it's, it's a quite phenomenal good. movie. You should see that film. Yeah, I, I like, yeah, I mean, like I tonight. I don't. Uh, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I, I don't like. I don't like science fiction. I mean, I, I mean, I don't like science fiction as much as you do. I enjoy science fiction. It's fine. But like, I you will love a movie just because it's science fiction. I don't know about that. You will no, like, I I tolerate. Yeah, I can certainly tolerate more if it's science fiction. Yeah. Yeah, like that's not gonna it's in space. I need more than just in that. particular that. But that's not this film. Annihilation is. Uh, I mean, even Ex Machina. They're they're way more rooted in in reality and what is than. I mean, there's some there's some leaps that you have mm. to take, but it's nowhere near. It's not like 400 years in the future and you're on a spacecraft in another you know galaxy. Or Didn't he do like a TV show or something? Did you watch that? He did devs and I yeah. haven't seen it. It's a Hulu. Why don't you watch that? It sounds like right up your alley. Yeah. I don't have Hulu. I guess I can oh. get it. Um, I had Hulu for a little bit, but I wasn't interested in you the programming. We can watch this devs. 
Was you, divs. You'd be all excited to watch it. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was the man, the Garland man wrote it, and you can the watch Garland it, man. and you can enjoy it. <laughs> I cannot watch it. So things. Garland wrote this film, and yeah. then wrote, you know, wrote a bunch of uh, other films, too. Mm-hmm. Um, wrote The Beach, wrote... Which uh, isn't good. But he wrote that first, but it's not good. Not a big Garland fan. I mean, The Beach, the beach is not well-written. You gotta, you gotta this watch is, films. This is well-written. You're gonna get a lot of shit for not seeing uh, Ex Machina in particular. That was the one that got a lot. I think that like, made like fifteen million dollars the box office. I think. I think. I don't think it'll be that. I don't think I'll get that much crushing you don't blow think get... of the people, of the Ex Machina fans coming at me. I don't Ex Machina. But I think no. I'll get more shit for not seeing Train Spotting, which I'd probably deserve. So that that I will that's, own up to. But that's kind of forget, forgivable. We you were think people young. would be more upset than you not watching Ex Machina than not Machina, watching Train Spotting? Yes, uh, okay. I think so. Yeah, hmm. probably. Okay. Is this like when Fleet Fox is uh, the next <laughs> second coming to Beatles? Yes. Okay. That's exactly All right. what it is. More of Matt's bizarre pop culture takes. So what do you give this film? Uh, I give it a B. Uh, yeah, it's a B. You know, um, it's, a, it's a good, good if you haven't seen it, check it out. As, you know, if you, uh, I, I probably have a bit more, um, a, a bit more, uh, just like Matt likes science fiction, I'm a bit more understanding with the dystopian and zombie movies and stuff like that. I, that I, makes no sense. You hate vampires. I hate vampires. You hate all fantasy except for the fantasy that is man, last man on earth kind of stuff. I love. Well, that's kind of cool, but that but it's different with zombies. Zombies is like well, it's kind of like that, like that world of like there's not many of us left. Like, how do we? What do we do now? That's always cool. That yeah. premise I really love. But then you have the supernatural aspect of the fucking zombies. But it's not that super. See, to me, it's like not nah, like it's not that supernatural. Oh, it's really supernatural. There's no way that these things could oh, possibly exist. You're right. And they would, I mean, they would decompose and stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. I know, I know, right. I know, yeah, I know. I know. That's I know. An, you're you're interesting. I'm a zombie. Paul. I'm not saying it's my greatest quality. I also can admit that it's not that that's not good about me. Like, it's big of you. Uh, all right. <laughs> Um, I guess anything else about no, this it's, film? It's good. You're kind of, that's it, huh? I, I don't, I, yeah, I know. I was like, eh, do I, you know, do we do a dance? It's the foreign film is a little bit hard. I know, I know it's foreign, foreign, but like, you know, he's using a lot of act or there are, a, the cast they're all is, British actress. They're all yeah. British actors. The cast isn't terribly huge. Yeah. No. Small. And I'm like, do I want to do like a Danny Boyle? But I haven't seen train spotting. So I'm like, uh, you know, it was right. I was like, eh, what do, I'm like, eh, maybe it's just a short episode. I really like Cillian Murphy though, as we, yes. t- as I said before, and, um, I've liked him in, most of the films that I've seen, he did. Um, oh, was it Sunshine or uh, Yeah, Sunshine? That wasn't a great. That was a I sci-fi film. Mm, it's not. It's not great. That's it's, a Danny Boyle one too, right? Danny Boyle and an Alex Garland. And Alex Garland. Yeah. You didn't like it? No, I wasn't a big. I wasn't a big fan oh, of it. Boy. I don't think it was that good. I'm surprised. What? Well, I don't like all science fiction. But you like those guys, so Boyle and I do. Well, Garland and no, Murphy. No, Boyle. And, I'd say I like Garland a lot more than I like than Boyle. Boyle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah no Garland just because of those two films. Those two films are 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 awesome. They're, they're great. You should see him. Okay. Okay. But, uh, but also Cillian never gets in trouble. He's another one of those guys who's never gets in trouble. Kind of guy that no. has been like with the same partner for 20 something years. Seems like a, a, yeah, right. He did. He did a Peaky Binder show, which did, still, did pretty well. I think he's, he's got still doing it. Maybe right? one more season left, which but I really like. You haven't seen that. I saw the, I saw a little bit of it. It's not for me, but, it, but it's well made. It's yeah. just not for me. I got I, if time like, period. It, it's just everything. It's just, and I don't like the way it's, I don't like the modern, like, I don't like modern, when they like Baz Luhrmann will do that. Like he'll take like a old timey thing and then make it like rock and roll. It's like, yeah, nah, I don't like that. It's the anachronism like, of the music is sometimes it's, tough for me. Like they'll get that and, and rock so was the, music. Uh, the camera, like the way yeah. he's like trying to make it like super, like right. Super modern camera shots and stuff. It's like, ah, all right, mm. we, we get it. It's the past, but we're not in the past. I know. Right. It's just exhausting. I didn't, I wasn't looking forward to seeing it, but then after I watched a few episodes, I was like, Oh, this is really good. And so Barbara and I watched, watched. Yeah. All I mean, something like that. That's cool. No, no, yeah, I don't. I don't have a lot of like strong takes here in this movie. I guess I mean it's it is just not. I don't know. It's hard for me to like really sink my teeth into to haha zombie movie, but it's, it's not a lot. It's not a lot for me to like really grab onto and like feel like ultra passionate about. I can see that. Um, and I'm not gonna fake it. So I, I don't really know. I, I mean, it's a good movie. It's it's fine. I mean, I, I it, it's okay. Okay. I, I know, I, I know. I feel like I didn't do my job in this one, but like, no, it's I was fine. thinking about today, I was like, I don't really know what... If there's not a lot to talk about, there isn't. I mean, there's some of the thematic stuff which we brought up, but there, if there's not enough to talk about, I there's mean, not enough. I mean, here's my thing with it too, is that, all right, zombie movie. You know, it's been talked, especially with how much like you talked about, it's kind of zombie exhaustion at this point, right? Yeah, it is. And everyone talks about, oh, the zombies, like, you know, it's all about humanity. Like, these are all the same right talking points we've had for the last 20 years because of this movie in some way, which is a, a strength to it, but like, but it's like, all right, we get it. So, all right. So if we're not going to talk about zombie versus human and there's only like four, five people in this movie <laughs> and the yeah. characters are all behaving pretty, you know, it's pretty linear 
for these characters. No yep. one's making any crazy jumps or anything. Were you surprised that uh, that Jim recovers so quick from turning into like a like a very primal being? You see him like right yeah, after. Yeah, I don't buy he, that. Yeah, I thought that, that was that was a little. I weak. The last half hour of this movie doesn't work. I don't like when it needs to become an action movie. I guess that's my biggest thing. Yeah, is, yeah, is yeah, my yeah, biggest yeah. Thing. yeah. Right, he becomes he becomes John McLean and Dyer. It's like, what are we doing here? Yeah, this guy was a bike courier who just like bashed his head in a the very, mud, like, like a couple weeks ago. Guy. But uh, but the the transition into primal I was fine with but but as soon as he killed that guy then he was like the same sweet gym guy afterwards that that seemed really weird I didn't buy like, there was no darkness to that him whole that. thing I didn't buy any yeah, of it that was like, a I weird. just want the four of them on a road trip just like hitting different stores maybe they do hit it maybe like a, I I think it was great how Brandon Gleason like the blood went into his eye oh I know like that like we've all had stuff kind of go into our eyes so it's very relatable it's terrifying yeah and it's like oh my god so like maybe that happens maybe like they have to kill him and how do you deal with the ramifications of that right but like. That's all you need is those four. Like so many times, and this is a smaller movie, so not but like with I Am Legend, they, you know, they need to like throw in these things. I think the audiences won't, but if the audience is already in with you for 60 minutes, they'll ride the other 30 with you. Like yeah, relax. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Uh, that a studio is getting involved. It's, it sucks. You think this was a studio? Cause well, it had a small budget, but uh, and maybe not, or maybe just what Garland felt he needed to do to close the movie out. Like, maybe, you know, like, there's a formula here with these things. Unfortunately, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's just disappointing. And I was disappointed when I saw this movie 15 or so years ago and I was disappointed watching it now. Yeah, I get it. All right. What's the song? Uh, Kelly Clarkson, Miss Independence. Um, this is actually 12th this week. But um, this is a tough time for music, too. We did number one, which was Beyonce, a Beyonce tune uh, on Wednesday. And, I mean, when we're talking about, like, I, I don't know, like Pitbull and, like, oh. and like some, of these, some of these other artists. I, I, it's, it really, it's a turnoff. I don't even want to listen to any of this shit. And I, I knew that, you know, Kelly is, is, she's had a really pretty good career. Um, and she she has the distinction of being the first winner of American Idol, so it seemed like a good one to talk about, I think. I don't feel particularly strong about this song either, so we're kind of in a situation where we don't necessarily feel very strong about the movie. We don't yeah. feel necessarily very strong about the song, but haven't done it before, so here we are. So, as I said, fresh off of her American Idol win, it was season one, mm-hmm. she gets a deal with RCA Records and puts out her debut album called Thankful. Thankful sells, I don't know, it's not huge, 3 million copies. It's number one, it hits number one on the Hot 200 chart. Um, so that's the album chart. And like, I think it was even year end, something like 30, 31. So not, not sort of like almost middle of the pack for something that's that would have come out um, at the beginning of the year. You know what I mean? Like you'd expect someone, maybe with that cal- caliber, with American Idol behind you, maybe doing a little bit better. Um, so... Whatever, but it did. Uh, this song hit. I think number nine was was the was the the, the highest it charted, mm-hmm. and she had a few others like in the in the top ten or something. Um, but the song was originally written for and with Christina Aguilera, mm-hmm. and Chris, it was like too late. They didn't fit it. they couldn't find a bridge for it, and she was just about to release her album, so they they just they kept it off the off the um, off the album. And so uh, Clarkson's, one of Clarkson's producers, this guy named Rhett Lawrence, who's responsible for like hundreds of millions of album sales. This guy is like all over the place. He was, he found it. I, I don't know, another A&R rep or something had it and um, found it, brought it to Kelly Clarkson. Like, why don't we finish this one up and, 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 uh, and put it on the album. And so they wrote a bridge together, like did some more um, lyrical stuff released it. And I guess that really pissed off Aquilera because Kelly Clarkson's like taking credit for writing this song. Now Clarkson says she didn't know, like yeah. no one told her. And so we're not, I'm not quite sure where the disconnect was. Maybe Rhett didn't know or whatever, but, um, said she did, but Aquilera was like, what the f- what do you mean? I fucking wrote half this song bitch. And then they had a, a nice little uh, oh feud for a while. Um, which was resolved because, uh, this song was, um, Miss Independent was, Nominated for a Grammy, the same category as Beautiful. Oh. Uh, Christina Aguilera and Aguilera won oh. with Beautiful. And so then the feud, feud was resolved. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so I... A few things. This album 
if you so sometimes like I'll usually I'll go down and I'll look at the um the like the the people who are responsible for the album. Like I'll look at see who all the musicians are, who's produced it, who's like, you know, who's mixed it, who's mastered just in case I like I don't know that many people, but just in case I, I'm familiar with somebody, like Babyface sticks out or something. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, well, this guy. This fucking album has a hundred people credited on it. Wow. That's musicians, wow. engineers, mixers, people mastering. A hundred people. Like this thing sold three million copies. How do you pay a hundred people? I'll, I'll tweet out the list. It's gigantic, dude. Um, so, which also kind of tells me that did like she needed a lot of help. Like every song has its own, you know, different group of musicians, different group of producers, different mixers, different, you know, it's it's like every song has its own thing. In, in fairness to her though, she changed labels right after this. Did she, she really? She was frustrated. She was frustrated because um, she didn't, wait, she had to push. I think she had to push to get this on the album too. She was annoyed and then she left and her next album is called Breakaway. Oh, that makes sense. So I think there was, I think there was a lot of like, Maybe they didn't like, know how to f- peg her. I, like, I didn't. They had no idea what to do with her. Yeah. Um, so, just as a comparison, I looked at OK Computer, and OK Computer full album credits. Everybody on it is ten people. Yeah. It's the band, Nigel Goodrich, a couple photographers, and like a couple assistants. I mean, you know, imagine the difference between that amazing album and this, and you need a hundred fucking people. It was just. I've never seen anything like it. Um, That's a lot of people. Yeah. So there are um, things about I kind of like the song. I don't think it's, I don't think it's an amazing song or amazingly written or anything, but there's some cool parts to it. I think it really falls victim to the timing of us doing this show. So we just done crazy in love by Beyonce and the whole time I'm listening to this and I'm just hearing those backing the, and I'm thinking like, this is so lame after we just heard, I know all of, and how deep and how many layers and I how know. cared for and crafted that crazy love is, we, you know, they got Jay-Z in there. We got all these layers yeah, to it. I agree. And like you talked, you know, talked in the last episode about how like complex the song is from, a you know, all the different things going on with it. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, and so then to turn, that song's on, loved. turn this on, it almost feels flat. It does. Like this, this is the guitar part you're, you're talking about. It's just like this little thin, Compared to what we had, like with the Beyonce, it's just it's lame, and it's just like oh, so like the fact that these would be on the radio at the same time, it'd be like oh, that's kind of it just makes her look bad by, by no fault of her own, I guess. I know I, it's just kind of it just feels kind of lame and cheesy, but like, but I when mean, you compare the two, there's like there's it's no it's it, not there's, fair, it's noticeably way better, way different, and Beyonce. it's like yeah. oh, I mean, so I mean, but this song's fine, I guess. Uh, I mean, I'm this I like Twenty Eight Days Later way more than this song. Oh yeah, me too. Don't don't misconstrue yeah. that. Uh, I give this song a C plus. Yeah, I guess it's not bad. It's like there's no way it hits middle of the pack. There's no way it hits like a bottom five. It's not a bad song. It's just no. it doesn't really do. It, they do one cool thing. This little slow down here. That's not the right one. Hold on, this one. Like that's an interesting little move. Yeah, you never really hear that in pop. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, yeah. it's something. something. <laughs> they did something. You need some hooks. I mean, her, her vo- like that. The chorus is a nice hook. Um, it actually has a nice little chord progression in it. But it's there's nothing. It's nothing too big. Uh, do, do you see? Okay, did you watch the video for this? Yes. It, she's at a, like a house party. Like, but oh all, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I'm sorry. I watched live and some other stuff. She's now. at a house party, and it's all wood paneling in this house. And it just seems like the lamest, cheesiest party. Like them being wild is them like shooting silly string at each other. Oh, and it's just like and but you look at that versus like a black eyes peas fucking party, which is also horrible <laughs> on a different level. Yeah, but at least it's you know a lot of sexy people dancing. Where right. this, is this was just string. like really lame. <laughs> and uh, when she wrote it, like when she was asked about the video, like the way she describes it, it was just really funny. She's like, oh yeah, like. You know, this is kind of like, you know, we have to do some wild, cool stuff for this song. We want like a wild, cool feel. Yes. I'm thinking like this, this, <laughs> this party seems like this. Like even this is like a party like eighth graders would have. Like it's just <laughs> yes. really lame and cheesy. She seems pretty wholesome though. And she was young at the time. She was like 20, 21 years old here. So, yeah, you know, maybe. I, I know, but it just seemed really. Maybe she lived a very. The other element of her that I find incredibly hysterical is um, she did a movie with Justin Urani, the guy that finished in second place in American Idol. She did. They were contractually obligated to do a movie. And it's called From Justin to Kelly, and this thing is fantastic. <laughs> no. We would watch this. So this came out when I was living in. It came out it came out around this this year. It came out in 03, I yeah. believe. But it came out on HBO when I was living in Florida in 04. 
And anytime it was on HBO, we would have to like, we'd always have it on. Like it was, <laughs> you and, had to watch it. Oh, we would watch it. We were just like shit, shit on it. Like it was just like, you know, you even just have it on the background. Just, we, we even like knew the lines and like, we would just, it was the shittiest. This movie is so bad. This movie was so bad. They made a soundtrack for it and didn't release the soundtrack. Oh no. Because they didn't want to hurt their musical. They didn't want their musical careers to be tied to this complete disaster. This movie is, if you have, what, 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 what is it? Is it just like a little love story? Yeah, a little, little like rom-com? So yeah, so they play, she's a college student and she's on spring break. And Justin, I think works at the resort. Get now. Um, and they meet and they fall in love. They have no chemistry. Uh, they, are, they are the worst. And they, neither of them can act. And no one, like none of the supporting actors are people you'd really recognize or know. Yeah. And they can't act. It's terribly direct. This movie is shit. And no one wants to do it. Like Justin and Kelly both had to do it. So they both look miserable the entire time. Oh, man. She's in like bathing suits. And it's funny watching the video and watching her then like, cause she is, she was actually really thin at one time. Oh, I know. Yeah. And you know, now she's, you know, I think it's more, I think how she looks now is probably more natural for her. So she, you can tell she's like uncomfortable with her body. Yeah. And the whole thing is just, no one is like happy to be, it is just the most awkward, miserable experience. But if you're watching it and it's like shitting on it, it is hysterical. Did this thing hit theaters or did it go direct to fucking DVD? I believe it came out. I think it, it, it tanked. Yeah, I must have. Yeah. Um, but please check out from Ju- if you want a movie like um, throw on like a, the, with friends to shit on from Justin to Kelly's one of it might be like the worst in a lot of ways it's like worse than like the happen it might be worse than the happening. That's that's difficult the happening- because no, but the happening like on purpose. <laughs> he thought that was a good movie, but uh, you yeah. gotta you you have to see you you really to compare to like compare shit. You really have to see the dead don't die. You have to see that film. That it's is- got Bill Murray. It has uh, the most amazing. It's got Adam Draper. It has Adam it has, Driver. Adam Driver. Sorry, yeah. It has a ton of but like. Did that come out? And, did that have like a box office? Two, yes, uh, two years ago, I think it came out, and it is like it. It is a complete abomination of a film. From Justin to Kelly is fantastic, though. Please but you check know it that. Out. Okay, okay, cool. It is really good. Check it out. It's funny. It's funny. She's in. You Maybe know, you can tweet it out. She's just. Yeah, it's just great. It's just it's every it's everything. Justin, as bad as Kelly is, Justin's worse. You hate everyone involved. Like it's it's just it's, so Kelly Clarkson kind of is like a special place about her because it's oh, like because of this, this little bit of joy she gave you. Yeah, for like a good like I don't know three or four months she was like in my living room constantly and we were just shitting on this movie <laughs> like on an everyday basis. Rolling Stone gave this album three out of five stars, praising Clarkson's talent and vocal abilities, which we'll talk about, while criticizing the album for feeling manufactured. No shit, it felt manufactured. Mm-hmm. You have a hundred people on this album. Everybody, you know, all different writers, all different musicians, all different producers, every like all different engineers. Of course, it sounds manufactured. I also think she needed a lot of help. You probably won't. So someone asked, uh, uh, I was asked on Twitter if I thought like pure vocal talent. Who's better, Beyonce or Kelly Clarkson? And I answered, I was going to li- listen to a bunch of Kelly Clarkson today, but my, my recollection is Kelly Clarkson's a, a significantly better vocalist, even though Beyonce is very good. I think she's really good, very talented. But I, I, I was putting Kelly Clarkson sort of elite level, not quite, you know, not, not quite Whitney Houston, but getting there, Aretha Franklin, but getting there. And, um, and so uh, that was my, my gut reaction was her. I don't think so mm. anymore. I think I think she has a lot of problems, and she needed a lot of help from her from her records. She's she's a really good uh, record recording artist, but like as she a, won American she, Idol though. Yeah. Okay. So um, here is her on American Idol. You probably won't tell. Like I can't. She's she has a hard time intonation wise. Sharp. 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 She has real hard problems. What do you say sharp is in? Uh, the pitch is sharp. So oh. when you hit, so pitch is frequency, right? It's vibrations. When you're sharp, you're, you're, the vibrations are too fast. You're above the pitch as opposed to on the pitch. When you're flat, you're below the pitch. And when you, nor, uh, flat is easier to hear because it sounds like you're really sour. Like it's, it's tough. Um, but she's she's she has a hard time. You, if you listen to the beginning, so that's that is um, in the second season of of excuse me, American Idol. She comes back on like okay, episode one to right. do that song. Yeah, and she debuts it live there. Okay, uh, and they do like this two minute truncated version of it. Um, 
the beginning is uh is is low in a female's vocal range miss independent like it's low for for a female and you can tell she has a hard time with the lower notes there it's harder if you know at the lowest part of your range is harder to support that and have good intonation there because if you give it too much pressure and support you'll drive the pitch up and if you don't give it enough um it'll sound too airy your voice voice will crack and you'll you'll um your your uh your pitch will go down will go flat it's harder to do lower range anyway so she has problems all over that song i'll tweet that out uh but then the section that i just gave you she's sharp when she goes higher in her range she's like sharp she's pushing too much um and then so so that that was from that uh from from that performance and then there's also she does the same vocal flourishes she does it again she does the same like vocal flourishes over and over and over like that's her one trick pony and they're not even that good she doesn't even hit them really well she doesn't hit those notes there are so many women who can do that like Christina Aguilera you listen to her do those flourishes she is on she's dead on Um, so I think she needed a lot of help and she's not really that ta- she's pretty good. She's a be- way better recording artist. She's not as good live. She doesn't have she's got a strong voice, but just doesn't have a very good like sense of intonation. Probably wasn't trained that much. Has a lot of like maybe raw talent. Um, great so actress would, and a phenomenal actress who does a great job on that film that you uh, I've, Justin I've Kelly. already just let so go good. out of my head. Um, so anyway, that's 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 my feeling on Kelly Clarkson. I think the song's okay. Yeah, I guess I'm saying, but she's okay. But you like 20 Days Later better than the song, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, her, oh, I did want to say, though, on this album, I really like this song. That's actually a very interesting song. It has it has interesting um, odd phrases and mm. like interesting harmonies, all sorts of stuff all over that song. That's a song low. It's a way better song, but it didn't chart as much. I think it hit maybe in the 30s or something. That song, so, I'll be honest with you, that song sounds pretty fucking boring. You should you should listen to the whole song. Yeah, I only right. gave you like a five minute five second clip here. No, do it. I don't think so. Watch Ex Machina. Fucking Watch annihilation. From Justin <laughs> Listen, I'll go home. I'm home, but I'll go upstairs and watch from Justin and Don't Kelly tonight. Uh, if you right. watch Annihilation tonight, sure. Is it a deal? No. Let's shake on this. Let's call it a deal. Um, okay. God damn it. Um, uh, you want to tell us uh, what you, you? So this is you had a big buildup on yeah, this one. Last one. This could <laughs> people. Who like, are you going to call stupid this week? Uh, you. Um, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. So, uh, so this is right. I already talked about Monkey Boy. Uh, kind of the general experience of Monkey Boy. Was, um, was this after Monkey Boy? This is the last year of Monkey Boy. Okay. So this is the year that Chris was hurt, um, uh, and I was Monkey Boy. Right, the other Chris who was right, Monkey. right there. Yep. Um, so I'm not going to talk about too much about that. You can go back and listen to that episode. I forget which one it is, but it was, I think it was around 2002, one-ish, one of those times. Anyway, when so Monkey Boy, in case you don't know, was a traveling mascot, and uh, we would go all around the country performing at different minor league baseball parks. Anyway. We had a lot of free time because we weren't, we were driving. We were in Chris's like red Nissan Sentra, which when Monkey Boy started in 2001, was a nice car. It's a couple years old. It was a nice car. Yeah. By the end of this, like at the end of 2003, this car is so just beat to shit. It's just, it's just gross. We basically I like lived in it for like years. And um, we would have a lot of free time. Like, you know, you're driving from spot to spot. This particular story is going to happen in somewhere in between. We were in Little Rock, Arkansas for a while. And then we were in um, Princeton, West Virginia, the town called Elizabethan. Um, yeah. And, and this general area, like the Appalachia area. Appalachia. So like the Southern and then Birmingham, Alabama. And it was, that was, I believe the, this, where this particular like road trip took place. When you said you were there for a while, was it, were you there for like a week or something? You the were Little just, Rock one was almost, was like four, five days, which for us was crazy long. So we you played had, like a whole homestand, a whole weekend. Oh, okay, cool. I think they had us for three nights, which is very rare. Usually, yeah. usually it's one and out. So to be somewhere for three nights or even like we ran out of making it a four Dude, nights. that's like heaven. Not even having to drive in between them. We were, yeah, we were at a La Quinta Inn. We were <laughs> yes. like crammed in there. It wasn't, wasn't, I wouldn't say it was quite heaven, but right. It was nice to actually have some time to kind of like just chill out. Yeah. But because most of the time, and you know, then you're driving to this town. The nice thing about playing Princeton Elizabethan, and this is why they had 
they're both, both very low minor league baseball teams, like low level, but they are in like uh, almost like neighboring towns. So mm. someone could, a team could go there, play one, play a three game homestand and then not have to travel and pay for busing and like yeah, that yeah. really. And then play another three game home, you know? So, uh, you know, you're on the road, but you're only really going to one spot for six nights. So right, that that's why sense. they structured that way. But, and that's what worked out for us. And a lot of times these teams would also work together when it comes to getting a mascot. They'd be, Hey, listen, oh, yeah. I'll pay you. Let's say you should get a thousand. I'll pay you seven fifty. But, but we'll I'm going to give you another gig for seven. You don't even need to travel for it. It's a no brainer. Yeah, so, of course. Um, it was around that time. So we'd drive around and you know, you drive around these places, there's nothing to do. There's nowhere to, like, you just, you just, it's nothingness. It's awful. You're just driving around and, uh, you think of games, you think of fun stuff to do. And this was a, about uh, at the height of the poker craze when people would play Texas Hold'em poker. Oh yeah. And you'd see it on TV all the yeah, time. All like the time ESPN would show it. It was everywhere. Yeah. Um, you have celebrity tournaments, stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, we were so bored that I thought of a game <laughs> called Texas poop Hold'em. And the game is simply this. <sighs> Why? Who can hold in their poop the longest? So no. who can go the longest about shitting? <laughs> no. So uh, the three of us all agreed to play this game. Five dollars <laughs> each. We just threw it in the pot. And it's more just like bragging rights, you know. And um, we're so we, <laughs> you would bra- you'd like use this to get ladies later on, right? No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Bragging rights? Yeah, but it's more. I always say that my joke about this was always mind over matter, but mind over fecal matter. It's basically yes. just how well can you control your own body? So we entered the competition. Um, There's three of us. So it was me. I guess I was kind of monkey boy. Chris was doing my old job of kind of make like being running, a runner. Yeah. yeah. Making sure that the GM was happy, making sure the music was all set and making sure that whoever was playing monkey boy was had water and it was good to go. Yeah. And then Ryan would sell merchandise, kind of run the table there. And then we would do autographs at the end of the game. So there's just three of us and Brian's my best friend. He's my best man at my wedding. Like he's been my best friend forever and um and chris is a really good friend so we're all we're and we're all when you're on the road with somebody for years oh you're like family yeah it's like it's yeah even like a different level than that I'm not saying more than family but it's like almost like a different like familiarity than than you have but yeah it's very very close bond yeah and uh so we're like all right let's play this game brian i mean this is i'm not gonna win i'm, I'm very regular and uh i was committed i'm very competitive so it's chris I'm like i'm just gonna do whatever it takes to win so you know, we're talking about like altering our diets and uh, just changing how we do things. So we, we admit, we agree that on uh, whatever day, it was like three o'clock on like, say like a day one, we're going to do this. Okay. So we're all in, you know, and then, um, the so next, you like cleaned yourself out first. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yep, we all, yeah, we yeah, were yeah. all as pooped out as we could be. <laughs> so when we start, you know, that, that dinner night, we eat, we all eat really light. And then, um, we wake up the next morning and Brian's like, I'm out. Like he's out. He's, he's, he's he regular. Lasted like yeah. 16 hours or something like that. We barely, and he slept for most of it. Yeah. <laughs> embarrassing performance he was done so chris and i made it through all of day two we're really very little problems day three is issues like we like we were really uncomfortable like like stomachs gurgling you're yeah. just kind of like really really in um distress when the morning began i was really struggling I'm like you know you're kind of like wincing and you're like walking slow steps and you're really trying not to overexert yourself you're trying to eat super light and just trying to you know really just try to control yourself as you could and then we had a long car ride we had to drive oh. to it might have been it might, let's say to Princeton. So we had, let's say we had like a seven hour drive ahead of us. Sure. Like, I'm like, all right, it's good. I'm not going to need to move around much. So then it's like a battle of wills between me and Chris. I'm like, all right, I'm going <laughs> to, you know, he's driving. No, I was driving. Uh, cause Chris had his bad, had his knee. So I was driving, uh, and Chris is in the passenger next to me and Brian always sat in the back. So, uh, I will go over and like, Chris seemed to be doing okay. But I'm like, as we're driving, like my stomach's rumbling. I'm like, this is a problem. I'm starting to like wince and like make faces and kind of like squint. It's really struggling. And I, farted and i'm like oh i'm gonna, I'm gonna shit my pants this is really bad so like <laughs> brian we're, we're driving and i'm like this is bad it's bad and i'm like I, so i pull off in day three and i pull off uh at a convenience store not like a like a um like a mobile on the run it's like jim's convenience it is like shabby in the s- deep south hand-painted sign you walk in there it's like fucking the floor has been mopped or whatever and i'm like i walk in i'm like i'm sweating <laughs> and I'm like, you got to go to the bathroom. And he's like, oh, yeah, back there, man. So I run in, I close it down, I go to town. Like, it is just disaster. It's a toxic. And you know, this bathroom is hideous. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's just so gross in there. And, uh, you know, just insane amount of poop. Like, oh, crested the water. How long? Like, you think, like, I was like just, it was just a massive amount. Long. It was just a massive oh, amount. Oh, this, bi- this big mound. Yeah. Yeah, this big mound. broke the water barrier. Okay, good. And, uh, so, so. <sighs> I, poop, I was just like, this is, this is before like smartphones or anything. I think I had like a flip phone, but, I, but like 
there's people no were real... texting to like they're like I was in there for like 20, 25 minutes. I was in there forever because I pooped. What it just I, kept kept coming or just yeah, okay. it just kept coming. And I remember like at one point I had like my how do I describe this? I had like my elbows on my knees and I just had like my head my head in my hands like for five minutes and just like try to like just catch my breath. Like, I was like I was short of breath like when I went in there. You like gave birth and I was just like I just need like I just need to like collect myself. <sighs> Sorry. So I get out of the bathroom and I go out and the guy's like, hey man, I bought you fell in. I'm like, no, I didn't, didn't fall in. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Joe Bob. I felt like a soda and just like ran away. Yeah. I scraped back. I'm like, oh, I felt so bad. So Chris meanwhile, I was like, I'm not, I'm going to hold out. I'm he like, he should have just, he could have like, won. Oh, he could have just. He won. He already won. He won. He should have just gone. He's like, no, I'm going to hold, I'm going to hold out. So I was like, all right, fine. Okay. So uh, we are, we, we perform. I perform that night. Next. And the next morning he's like, I still haven't pooped. I'm concerned. And I'm like, that's crazy. He's like, but I'm, I'm gonna, um, but the second night to poop, I will. And then we were driving and then sure enough, um, we drove by McDonald's and he says, you need to turn around right now. And he waddled his way. He meanwhile, he's got busted up knees, <laughs> waddling in the bathroom. And he, he, and he, uh, but he won. So then after that, I was telling that story to somebody a few years later. I think uh, this is like, um, this, this is 2003. So like around 2008, uh, we were a bunch of my friends. We were all like on a, uh, on a message board and we we're all just kind of chatting and all kind of bored. I was like, what do we do? Like, we're just, it was, I think it was the week between, um, the, the bye week of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Just that, that week in January, just so fucking bored. It's so boring. So I brought up Texas Poop Hold'em. So for a few years, no. a bunch of people played like on, on a message board. Um, and I kind of think we should bring the, uh, I finished in second one year. Uh, <laughs> one guy, uh, shit his pants. He fell asleep and woke up just completely covered in shit. Oh no. Uh, it can have a disastrous effect. There are a few rules, uh, um, some people say women shouldn't women, of course can play women poop too. Um, the, but you cannot take any sort of like, um, uh, PED. So like no, like, nothing, yeah, right. No, nothing that'll stop you up. Right. Right. No emodium. I don't know what, what, what whatever, would right. do it. whatever the opposite of like a laxative is. You yeah, cannot exactly. take that. Um, but you can, you know, you don't, you can eat, you cannot eat, you can do whatever you want to do. And it's just, but it's an honor system. You know, and then, you know, when you poop, you just simply type, you know, pooped out. And what time you pooped out, pooped out, huh? Pooped out at 1157 so, at, whatever so you can just tweet out pooped out and everybody will right, know. like if people want to like do this again i'm on board i'm on board for a quantum week texas okay, poop hold no. them listen guys <laughs> this this is not healthy at all no. this is not something that's good for you at all i i highly recommend do, don't participate in pooped out i'm so not doing pooped out it's texas poop hold them pooped out is when you're when you're done i'm not doing texas poop hold them <laughs> there's no fucking way why because it's so bad for you that's so bad for you to do just a few days no, it's uncomfortable for you. No, I've had digestive issues in my life. I'm not. I'm not stopping myself up. This uh, is not happening. It's a great game. It's not a great game. What are you? T- <laughs> I invented it. So uh, if people do want to play, I was thinking maybe during the bye week. I don't think it will be a bye week because I guess the, with uh, COVID and stuff. Oh, like, I don't know. Sure. But either uh, the bye week or maybe a week after Super Bowl, if people want to play. Maybe that's probably the start thing. The week after Super Bowl, if people want to play Texas Poop Hold'em, maybe we can get a tournament going. Or people get, aren't going to remember for it's me. not like a tournament, like not like March Madness, but you're all kind of in like it's more of like a, I guess just a competition. It's just a competition. It's like the long walk, except it you're is. not walking. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, one by one. It's kind of fun. Oh, so you so and so got knocked out. Holy, I thought they were last. Or oh, holy shit! You but know, so and so still in it. If you're the last one standing, last one stopped up, you should you you might have to take. Well, you, do you know what the record is? Because that would be fun to know. The longest someone ever claimed. Now, when I, this is message board, so I mean, everyone seemed to be pretty honest. But one guy said he went six days. I mean, I believe it. I that's, do too. That's that's doable. I, it's, I mean, I've done that in my life. No, not the thing is like t- the other thing too is that it's tough because when you're playing it, all you can think about is shitting. Yes. So it's like you know. I'm not hyper regular, so I'll I'll go a couple of days about shitting like on the norm. But like if I'm thinking about it all the time, then I have to shit. You got it, yeah. Yeah, so it's really hard to like to think about other things and like to change your diet and like try to dial back. And, well, the problem is even if you change your diet, you still are going to have that happen because your body is like digesting old cells and stuff too, and that's the way it evacuates it. So you are going to. But there get, are things like, for instance, if I ever go to, I don't eat a lot of fast food, but if I ever go to Burger King and have the onion ring. Zesty sauce, they call it. Okay. I immediately, like 10 minutes later, I'm shitting. No question about it. So you got to do that before. You got to do that one right before. Clean yourself out. I have done that. Yeah, or vitamin C. If you take enough vitamin C, you can't really poison yourself with vitamin C. You just eventually evacuate. So you vitamin C, like, as you know, a lot, and then it flush yourself out and then start from scratch right there. So I had those screwdrivers. We talked about my drinking uh, Mm. earlier, and I would have a lot of orange juice, and I wouldn't have, um, I don't know. Orange juice doesn't have that. Like doesn't I have that like, much vitamin well, C. Well, when I say a lot, like ten or eleven grams oh. over the course of say a twelve hour span. Or the Burger King 
Or the, yeah, the onion yeah, rings. That's probably more fun Whatever. than the vitamin C. <laughs> uh, Jesus but yeah, so if people want to get on board. Uh, maybe we could, because we talked about maybe having some merchandise in the show. Oh, Texas Poop Hold'em? No, but I'm saying maybe the winner gets a, a, oh, like a quarterly t-shirt or something. I was going to say, I don't want a Texas Poop Hold'em. No, we don't need a shirt. Shirts. <laughs> but we should, we should do some merchandise and maybe the winner gets a shirt. I'll think about I don't know. Fine. Why not? Because I would never participate in that, and I feel Why? bad for anybody. Why who does. You can participate. This is my whole thing. I never say, wait, so, sometimes I'm not going to put what? You can just, and then when you poop, you're out. Like, that's nothing. Fine. Like, then, 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 right. then I'll that's be. Like Brian did. Brian still played along because Brian's like a good sport. Brian's like, I'll play. It's like, I'm not going to win, but I'll play. Poop. I'm out. No, uh, pooped out. I'm pooped out. And then you say the time. And the time. You don't need photographic evidence. We don't need any of that stuff. That's gross. But, um, so simply saying. I just think people also will lie about this, they, too. They, uh, people. I have been How do you honest. know about the honor system? You don't, Particularly it, when there's a prize as, as uh, good as the quantum a pretty shirt. light prize, I would think. I think, uh, I don't know, would you, people cheat for it? If people cheat, they cheat, they suck. It sucks. I mean, I don't know, you know, you can't, you can't monitor someone 24-7, so. I guess you can't. I guess you can't. And that's Texas people. I, I, I'm guessing some people won't like that story. <sighs> no, I think they'll be fine with it. I, it's not, I, I thought we were going to have some, like, moral implications when you, when you talk Just about Just bowel ones. Just bowel implications. Yeah. Um, do it while you're young. Don't, don't do it when you're older. Like your body can't handle it. But maybe play. Texas Poop coming in February. <laughs> News? Sure. Roger Federer becomes the first Swiss male to win Wimbledon, defeating um, Philippoussis. And he's still a great tennis player to this day. Oh, Federer is like... He's incredible. He is... He's got to be close to 40 at this point. Yeah. He is a... Yeah, that guy can play. I want to play you in tennis and beat you. Yeah. Once my, my wrist is actually getting a lot better. Once my wrist is, is up for it, then I'm ready to do it. I'm going to fucking destroy you. I don't think so. Okay. I'm just going to fault on every serve. No, I'm not. Like I've got, I do have to, I played tennis. I destroy you. You think so? Yeah. We should do it in the Exeter courts and we should have a date. If anyone wants to come watch us. Exeter court. Is it in, it's indoor? No, not Oh, well, I mean, it's going to be... I don't have to be this fucking... Sp- well, I'm not going to be this COVID. Or I know. My gym, they just shut my fucking gym down. I saw that. Jeez. They were For bragging. like 14 days ago. My gym was bragging for weeks. I oh, know. so many uh, practices without... I so saw many, that. um, what is it? Workouts without COVID. And they had like a tally, like McDonald's with the hamburgers. It's like the OSHA, you know, days right. without an accident. Right. And then, <laughs> and then they got four, four different people. I get an email. Two people have it. I get an email like a couple hours later. Oh, four people have it. And now they're closed till after the election. I saw that. They're closed for weeks. Yeah, that was dumb of them. Fucking idiots. That's where I usually play. They have a great I don't like indoor- that place, though. I like that place. That where guy, I Because they, they fucked me. I go in there, and the, they obviously don't give a shit. They were, um, we were trying they to get... They have new ownership now. Like that's, That was the problem. They no, were transferring no. ownership. Yeah. Barbara and I go in to like think about getting a um, get, a, get a membership there, and we have, like a I don't know, a week trial or something. So we yeah. go in there, we work out. At the end of it, they change the pricing on us. I was like, by they add like twenty bucks per month to it, and I'm mm. like, did you, did you, you didn't want to tell us that when we started our free trial? Can you grandfather us in it? No, I was like, is there anybody we can talk to about that? Yeah, the owner, but he's in Florida, so he doesn't. Care. Oh, the owner's great. I went there. The owner gave R and I like a, a personal walkthrough. It was a great experience. I I, I love that gym. Maybe yeah, I just I, went I, at the wrong time because they. I just don't love the um the COVID. I don't want to get the COVID. You're not a big so. COVID fan. No, no. Down, two thumbs down. Okay. Two, th- two thumbs down. For, I don't give that often. No, it's very rare. Two thumbs down for COVID. I'm very down on COVID. What about Philippoussis? I don't know. Yeah, it tends I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, maybe he's a nice man. Michael, Sa- I remember this one. Michael Savage, um, the uh, yes. conservative <laughs> talk radio host, removed from MSNBC uh, for, yeah. so he, was, he had a radio show. He'd started just like four months early. This is in like his 15th episode. And he said, I'm going to quote what he, exactly what he said. Oh boy. This is not what I, you know, I'm quoting Michael Savage says, so the guy was like um, giving him shit about something. I don't know, like making fun of him and said something kind of snide and Savage goes, oh, you're one of the sodomites to this guy. And the guy goes, yes. And he said, you should get AIDS and die, you pig, is what he said to him. And then he goes, um, go eat a sausage and choke on it. Get trichinosis. Can you fucking imagine saying that in the fucking he, He's air? an odd guy. If you ever listen to his show, he's... Jesus he's, Christ. He's, yeah, but he was the number two talk show host in America. He's still a big deal. Is he still? Yeah. He had like, he had like huge amount of listeners. I can't imagine. He still, I mean, he still has stuff. He, he, yeah, he still is. He's got to be pretty old now. I think he was 60 something at that time. He's no. got to be old. He's not with, he's not 80 now. I don't think. Isn't he? I don't 
I don't know. Maybe he's anyway, a, he's so old. he got, he's, he's crazy. That motherfucker got ejected yeah. uh, from his radio station, but you're saying no, he's, it was TV shows, not the radio. No, though. it was radio. He was well, on he's his, back yeah, with the radio. He's, he's, he's back. back. He's a big, he's a big name. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. I think I remember, right I remember him yeah. being on the air right uh, at this time, I guess. Yeah. And, and, uh, but I, you know, he had like savage, Nation yeah, or Michael savage, savage Nation. whatever. Um, kind of a rush wannabe, I think. Oh, like no, like harder edge rush. Harder edge rush. Thing. Was like, like, yeah, like, yeah, he'll he'll go places. Rush won't even go like that Whoa. kind of thing. Um. Okay. So this last one, Tuesday, July eighth, two thousand three, Sudan Airways flight one thirty nine, um, takes off from Port Sudan. So that's a city on the um, basically on the east coast of Sudan, which is uh, which uh, basically the east coast, the Red Sea, east coast of of uh, Africa takes off 15 minutes in and one of the, one of the engines fails. And so I have a decision to make. It's a, it's a like, um, it's a domestic flight. You know, it's going to be a shorter flight, but they're like, what do we do? So they decide, pilot decides, okay, we're going to turn around and we're going to go back to the, we're going to go back to the, to the airport in uh, East Sudan. So, um, they, so he turns around, goes back, but he has more and more problems and ends up missing the runway crashing down um, on, you know, just not on the runway into the ground and, you know, basically huge disaster, 117 people on this flight, 116 die. But what survives or who survives is this two-year-old boy. And um, so he's rushed to the hospital and he dies two days later. Dead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dead. Sorry. Is that what you trying to like do the? Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, I was already, already read, you read this one? Yeah, of course. I was looking up stories earlier. You fucker! When I look at the headlines, okay. Plus, I'm not going to get that emotional about it either. You, you, I was going to get you. I was getting so you back the, for the Siamese twins. What you do is you tell the story about the boy, not the plane crash. Oh, really? Like, oh, this little boy. He's born in Sudan. Blah blah blah. This whole story about him. And he gets on he the gets plane. On a plane. But then I would have been making shit up. Now I care about the boy. I don't care oh. about the plane. You talk about the pilot and the I boy. Did that. I did you that. Didn't wrong. do it well. No, I'll get you sometime. No, you won't. That's it for news. Okay. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say this is our best. Show. I think the Texas poop hold them is probably the best part of this show. You would say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're back though. I think with a more exciting week, 1982 next week. And we have on Saturday, we have fast times at Ridgemont high, right? And then on Wednesday, when you hear us next, one of the biggest movies ever. The first movie I saw in movie theater, E.T. Phone home, bitch. That's going to be, that's, and we have some great songs too. Yeah. Is, is, this is, you know, early is is a great one for, for music. Top 40, top 40 especially is like top yeah. 40, top 40 in the eighties, the best ever, you know, late sixties. I mean, we you know, certainly, we have problems in the nineties. We have problems in the two thousands on the top 40. So yeah, I mean, I mo- feel like that late sixties, very, very early seventies and then, and then early to mid eighties have the best top 40. Yeah. So this, uh, I was looking at the billboard. We, you know, we were texting about it and I was having, so there are two with, I think in the top 10, um, other ones that I wanted to talk. I, I was going back and forth on actually the number one, I think is, is the least compelling probably yeah. of anything on the top you 10, that, yeah. which was too bad, but we'll talk about it. But, uh, on like I, there were, they were in the top 50. There were probably 25 songs I would have loved to talk about. I mean, there's, it's just so dense at that time. So the movies hang a around fun. a long time too. So it yeah. gives, like, like the movies like ET and fast times, both of them had been out for like a while. Really? Yeah. And ET was still, ET was number one. Yeah. Wow. But they had been out for like, and then the other option, I forget what they were off the top of my head. Now I'll read the top 10 when we do the show. Sure. Um, some of those had been out for a while. So I think we'll have, I think with that, that period in time, things weren't as quick to no, ship out. So yeah. we'll, hopefully we'll, some of these things we feel kind of bad for leaving out. We'll hopefully be able to revisit. I looked and just made sure that some of these that I, I you'd be uh, able to have a chance to get them. I do that too with the yeah. movies too. Yeah. Cause I wanted to, I wanted to make sure. Cause, cause my it, fear is like what, cause office space, for instance, out of nowhere, like that movie office space was in the top 10, like once or twice. Yeah. And you so have I hate to, to you like, have not, to. like we do, we happen to fall in the week. And then we, I end up not doing it. We would feel terrible. So yeah. I, if there's a movie that is a smaller one that I really want to do. I always try to check some. Is it ever in the top ten again? Yeah. Um, yep. So, all right. Well, I'm looking forward oh, to that. Oh, one more thing yeah. I want to do. We'll cool. spring this up, too, so we have a lot of time here. So Matt and I are not, like, you're not even voting. No, I don't vote. Right. And I, I, I hate Trump and I hate Biden. I'm going to vote, but I don't even know what I'm going to do. Right? Whatever. I'm miserable either way. Um, I'm probably going to vote for Biden. But I, don't, I don't know. I might even vote Libertarian. I might just vote. Con- I don't know. I'm so angry. Whatever. I don't, I, whatever. I don't care. I hate yeah, just it. don't vote though. I'm angry. It's pretty easy. I might, I, I'm going to vote, but I don't know. I'm angry. Anyway, regardless. So neither of us like, we both don't like Trump. We both don't like Biden. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, But right. we both seem to have a different opinion of what's going to happen. Oh yeah, totally. Yep. You think that Trump's going to win. I think 
Trump wins. Yeah. And I think Biden's going to win. I think he's brain dead. So I think that that would. Well, Trump is a mess too. Regardless. Okay. But you think that. You can't elect a vegetable. That's the problem. But so, yeah, I think it's Trump. You think it's Biden. And someone could say you can't elect an idiot like Trump. So regardless regardless of how we feel about him, taking our personal opinions out of it. Yeah. And we're not saying what we want. We're just saying what we think will happen. That's it. And so here's the bet we have. What's okay. Is that after the election, once the election is decided, the election has to be decided first. It might take days, weeks, months for it to happen. Whenever it gets decided, whatever the next week is, because how it works right now with the show is I pick the movies and Matt picks the music. Yep. We always have to do what's number one and then we each kind of get a bonus pick as long as it's in the top 10. Yep. The song and the movie. Uh, if Trump, if Biden wins, I get to pick both song and movie for whatever the next week is. Okay. And then if Trump wins, you get to pick song and movie. Okay, so we'll always still choose the number one, but then the right. that well, second Laura show. still picks the week. Yeah, but then you would have carte blanche, and I would have carte. Blanche. I think that's a great that's fun. That's a, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, so go Trump, I guess. I go <laughs> Biden, I guess. You know, I'm miserably the way, but yes. Yeah, this is a little bit more incentive to vote for Biden, maybe now. It's it won't make. I keep it going back and forth. I'm like, I don't know. I vote libertarian. I vote Biden. Well, it doesn't matter. Biden will win New Hampshire, so right. it won't, that won't matter. Like, for, really yeah, matter, right? yeah. So you can you can if you want to. Uh, that's just me being exhausted with the election. It it's always exhausting. Actually, I tune out most of it anyway. I don't even think I follow Trump on Twitter. I should follow him again because he can be ridiculous. He's so ridiculous. It's it's like it's no, kind it's of a spectacle. Good. It's not good. None, none of it's good. Go Biden, and you yeah. say go, go Trump. I yeah, know it's like yeah. okay. Uh, all right, we're back on Wednesday with ET. Later. <laughs>